The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Listen, the world, the world stinks right now. I think, I don't know, it's Sunday when I'm recording this. This is coming out on Friday. Maybe, maybe they fix coronavirus by now. Probably not. Either way, it's Friday. It is ladies' night. I got to start drinking some Pinot Grigio while I do this. I don't know if that's a sexist thing to say. But either way, I am joined this week on Friday by a lady, Tiana. You can follow her on Twitter at dip kid 23 she's a new writer to bronx pinstripes and when i said hey i anyone got anything they want to talk about you know just something yankees give the people something yankees to talk about uh she let me know that she had finally come to terms with clint frazier being a yankees outfielder and now she's uh now she feels a little bad for him because of corona tiana how you doing good jj how are you i'm good you know a little stir crazy. Just getting a little nuts in the house, you know. Not yeah, it's getting, it's getting bad. Yeah, it is. It's getting rough. I can't imagine what it'll be like in five days when uh, when this all comes out. But um, you know, we just got to take it one day at a time. Try to get a little fresh air. You know, a rainy weekend I think helped keep people in, but you know, it also prevented the opportunity to just like go in the backyard. Yeah, it was, it's, uh, I went out this morning on a bike ride, um, and it was drizzling and it was, uh, like some post, post apocalyptic type stuff. There was nobody anywhere to be found a little bit creepy. Yeah. I feel like we're, you know, we're not far from like the youths just like roaming at night, you know, like, like 15 year olds who are just like, I'm going to go dent someone's car with a bike lock because like they think it's funny. Pretty much, I think I'm going to end up fighting a 15-year-old at some point. But before I get to that, uh, listen, I'm a Clint Frazier guy. Uh, I just, I think the talent's there. I think he's got some head stuff going on. Uh, but you have not been a Clint Frazier fan, and maybe you were coming around a little bit. Um, I, it took me a long time, but I finally, finally got there. Um, I've never been a Clint Frazier guy. Not a big fan. Um, you know, the red hair is cool and all, but it's just, see, it's, I think it's the opposite. I think that most you're people like who, only not red hair. I know. I think it's, I think people don't like him because of the red hair. Like, you know, oh, yeah, no. I can see how I he's not likable. 
I don't mind his cleats. I don't know how he affords all those cleats, but I don't mind him. Right? Then like I'm. He's a millionaire. Yeah. Well, I guess he's played a couple major league games, but he was a number five overall pick. He's been a millionaire since he was a teenager. True, but he's been he's been spending a lot of that money on cleats. Oh, you so, get a lot of that stuff for free. His agent works hard for him. I hope I hope so. I hope so because he's going to need to find somewhere to go to play because I don't think he's going to he's going to be playing for the Yankees this season like I thought he was. Um, but I was never a big fan. Uh, Scott and Andrew recently got to an argument, or now it it seems like forever ago, but an argument about you know is it going to be Clint? Is it going to be Andujar? Um, and despite Andujar never playing the outfield ever, not once, I was like, I'm in it for Andujar. I'm not Clint. I don't want to watch Clint make a fool out of himself. I have a seven-year-old nephew who's been playing uh, baseball for quite a few years now, and he's a center fielder. And a lot of times they do drills about, you know, tracking the ball and not overrunning the ball. And I'm like, if my seven-year-old nephew can do it, you can do it, Clint. That was um, just yips. It's it was Chuck Knobloch. He Chuck Knobloch himself last year. He he had the yips quite a bit. Yeah, he so, needed that season to end. A whole a whole season worth of yips, but but yeah. So and then uh, Judge got hurt, right? So Stanton was hurt, and then Judge got hurt, and I was like, all right, we have Guardian center field, right? Like, what are we gonna do now? We've got to have an outfield. It's got to be Clint. And I wrote this whole article about Clint and how it's going to be Clint, and he's there, and he's going to do it. And I was all behind Clint, and I was ready. Number 77, I'm good. I mean, he was even putting him in my lineup in MLB The Show, had him there in a good good position, hitting, playing the outfield. And then I'm, I'm starting to think about – you know, how long it's going to be and when baseball's coming back. And then news about, you know, Hicks comes out that he, he's starting a throwing program and he's going to get his arm going well again. And I'm like, we're not going to see Clint, this poor kid, right? And I find myself feeling bad for this kid, even though I spent like three years hating on him every time he's come onto the field. So it just shows what Corona's doing to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Corona's changed you. It's changing me. I mean, I brought this up with Nick uh, maybe it was this week. I don't know. It's all blending together. Like everything, yeah. like you said, blends together. Uh, where I said, you know, Clint came up and he had like he had an ankle sprain. I think it was his first year. Uh, he had the concussion. concussion. Uh, then last then last year he had um he had some problems too. And it was all times you know like to be included in the injuries last year. If he had just stayed healthy, uh, you know. He'd easily be like he should have taken Brett Gardner's job two years ago, but injuries have prevented that. And then when he did get an opportunity, uh, you know, he yipped himself and he didn't handle it right. Uh, you know, his attitude there probably was not the best, but you got to feel bad for the guy. I, I agree with you, it's exactly what I've said. Now, I never thought about, you know, as a Clint fan. I've always thought about, you know, the bat speed, the talent. And then we even saw this year, everything he hit was hard. It was all doubles and home runs. And he had, you know, changed his stance and he credited Matt Holiday with that. Um, but I didn't think, and I knew people were warming up to him, but I didn't think about the idea of like, people were like, yo, six weeks ago, I hated this guy. And now here I am feeling bad for him. Corona, what have you done to me? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, it's definitely crazy. And I grew up like I'm not I'm only 25 years old. And so I think uh, most people my age are not the typical, you know, like classic, make them shave 
act right in the media type fans. Um, but I grew up watching with my dad, who's a 65 year old man and who's very, you know, this is the Yankee way and this is how they do it. And so his trip ups with the media that that put him low on my list. And like you said, I mean, he, I was feeling bad for him when he ran into the wall and had that concussion issue. I've had concussions in my life. It is not fun. Coming back from them is hard. Doing it at a major league level, I can't even imagine what that must feel like. But yeah, he just blew it. He just came, he just came out every time and just blew it last season. And it's just, it is, it's crazy to start. I think I just miss baseball so much that I'm like, <laughs> yo, I'll take Clint Frazier at this point. Like, just give me baseball. Clint would have had a big year. He would have gotten like a, a month of playing time. And I think there's a, a legitimate chance that the way things played out, they would have, like, depending on how Gardner did, because last year was such a, like, last year was kind of a fluke for Gardner is the way you've got to approach it. You can't be like, that's definitely going to happen again. Um, if he struggled and Clint played well, they'd have to think about it because, you know, he is on he's on a one-year deal, essentially. So, I don't know, but, you know, Clint, he, he was saying all the right things this year. He was doing all the right things. He did, he went kind of silent in the offseason, aside from he, he does do, like, Twitch, and he made some jokes about the Astros, but for the most part, you know, we didn't see him with a fanny pack across his chest, in um, you know Santa Monica, and you know wearing a basketball jersey like we did in some other off seasons, he was just kind of you know grinding down in Georgia. It stinks. It does. I mean, I've said it before. I, I am curious about if there'll be a season at all, but I don't think you know it. it yeah. You know, I, I don't think that, that his opportunity makes it feel more and more like that's going to be an issue. Um, and so yeah. that's a scary thing to just kind of sitting here getting closer to, I'm a big hockey fan too. And so like, I'm kind of a morning playoffs in hockey still. And so it's been really hard for the, me for the overlap. Cause I'm like, I'm morning playoffs. Uh, there's no baseball to like, keep my mind off of the fact that the Islanders suck and they probably aren't getting further than one playoff round if they were even in the playoffs at this point. So it, it's, 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 yeah, it, it definitely feels like. Who knows if there'll be a season. Um, and then Andujar came out and did some things, and that made Clint's situation worse, too. And I think I've been thinking about that. Like, if Andujar doesn't come back and become a, you know, if he, he's not already a superstar, Clint can find his way into, like, a DH spot, or he can find his way into, but he's, there's just no, there's no place for him if he's not playing outfield. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, he's just, he's too young to, that's kind of, that's the problem with some of our guys is Clint being still you know young and Duhar is young. Uh, Stanton is you know he's not old. Uh, he's not necessarily young, but he's definitely not old. And you're just like I don't know where do we put these guys defensively? And it's just like they're too young to just be DHs. And, or like, I think if they had like whatever you know the same power numbers and everything, uh, but were fat. I think we'd be more accepting of it, but it's just like, these guys are all in good shape. Like you should be able to move around out there. If you're fat, you could DH. You got to be a little <laughs> fat, at least to DH. Yeah. No, nah, Clint, Clint looks like he should be a great ball player. So it's definitely, uh, yeah, it's been a weird experience. Come like, it's like a, it's like a bell curve. Yeah. I mean, it's like 
don't like him, really like him, feel really bad for him. That's the Clint it's, Fraser life. Yeah. That's part of being yeah. one of yeah, that's being you know one of Clint's fans. There's ups, there's downs, but, there's angers, there's sadness. It's the four seasons. It is. See, <laughs> I don't need I don't need any more of that kind of shit in my life. So maybe that's why I stayed away from Clint for so long. I get it. He could be a heartbreaker. Um, well, let let us know. Uh, we'll be tweeting this out, George's Box Pod. Uh, you know, let us know when you see the tweet about the show that you've listened to it. Uh, how you're feeling about Clint? Uh, did you hate him? Are you start? Did you start to love him? Do you feel bad for him? Uh, you know, I welcome you all with open arms to uh, you know to the Clint Fraser fan club. It's a great time, aside from the fact that he loves cats. Um, but Tiana, thank you so much for coming on. You could follow her at dipkid. Two three. Uh, also, she writes for Bronx Pinstripes now, so you can check out uh, some of her articles and uh, you know shoot the shit with her. She's a good follow on Twitter uh, and some good Yankees talk. Tiana, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, JJ. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.